I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Deeply hot, hot for the curves you've got, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Apple Preview Show, sponsored by Vet365. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's with us. Hello. Luke Moore's with us. All right. And that man, Pete Dolson's here. All right, you're best guy. nearly the weekend. Pete Donaldson eating biscuits. Yeah. You're drinking tinnies, no doubt, and everybody's happy. <laughs> Who's drinking tinnies, no doubt? The listeners. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not being funny. It's the first hot day of the year, pretty much, and the pubs are packed. Oh. Spilling out in the street. Shorts they are. everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's little, disgusting. Little tip for you that no doubt millennials will call a life hacking quotes now. <laughs> Start drinking on the Thursday. It makes the weekend seem longer. Thursday's <laughs> the new Friday. Mm. Yeah. Except it isn't. Mm. Friday flies by when you're hungover. <laughs> you would know. And you've got no responsibilities. You would know. And you've not had an office job for about ten years. Live, live that with me tomorrow. <laughs> oh. I'm off to Antwerp tomorrow. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Antwerp in Antwerp. Yeah. <laughs> Even though there's already one there. No, bringing my aunt to Antwerp. <laughs> Is it your second Belgium trip in uh, side a year? It must be. Third, I think. I went to Brussels at Saturday, yeah. Wow. I was in Amsterdam last week as well. Is this another secret family? Yeah. (laughs) Are you being utilised by Mrs May? (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing it? Yeah, are you practising her? Chief negotiator. I'm off to to the Hague for reasons. Yeah. (laughs) My B&B's in in Antwerp, but the Hague's just around the corner. I'd rather throw Pete into the equation. We get a better deal. Ordinarily, I would look at what's happening now and think, can't get any worse. Yep. It is Pete, though. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't Pete, perhaps. I think, it is Pete. I think a Donaldson hand grenade thrown into the into the mess might be quite a nice it's, thing it's, for it's the. It's rolling a D twenty, isn't it? Really, a social, a social hand grenade with one yeah. hit point left. Mm. Uh, um, can we talk about Cristiano Ronaldo's statue? I feel like oh. it's, <laughs> it's an elephant in the room. It's an elephant in the room. Oh, the badly okay. sculpted elephant. Yeah, an elephant that looks more like a rhino in the room. I, is that, it's as well an African elephant. Is he was just like India? I was at the reverse. What, I forget. What I think it looks like. Oh. I th- I've taken a lot of time to think about anything but Cristiano. It doesn't look like Cristiano Ronaldo. We can all agree on that. It looks. Looks like Niall Quinn after yeah. he's done a, a, a cycle in the washing machine. Because right. because yeah, the hair's the... slick. It looks like a very confused Niall Quinn. Yeah, but also, also the, the, the face Quinn. itself is shrunken. It's, yeah. it's like it's all bunched together into, in the middle, in the, of, the the middle head. of the face. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I can see that as it's, well. I think it's my, you know exactly which photograph it's taken from as well, don't you? I don't, I haven't seen it. It was when he was. Was uh, it one when the wind changed? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's one where he's really sort of grimacing. Oh, into, and the, back, it's, into the back of a spoon. And it's, <laughs> and it's actually quite an unnatural face, and he doesn't normally look like that, so that's why I think people are a lot of, but, but uh, quite confused. He did a really, really good I think he deserves credit for doing a really good job of not getting caught once with all the cameras around doing a sort of grimace. Yep. He, he really smiled the whole way through. Right. He thought, if I, for one yeah. frame, if I grimace, yeah. that's going around the world. Mm, that's right. I'm, I'm going to pretend with all I've got that I'm happy with this. And 
and then probably went round uh, back back to his own house and just threw everything around the living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He threw all of his other busts through the windows. <laughs> yeah. It was a PR masterclass. Though. It was a PR masterclass, Luke. After the, yeah. after the disaster that was the Madeira airport, obviously, I mean... Why was that a disaster? Well, that's what I mean. It wasn't. That's the problem. He just had an airport named after him. How do you top that? Ruin it by oh, put, really, putting yeah. a statue up. You, you were very keen. I'm, I'm, I watched uh, Wednesday's Fours Around on Facebook Live, and you were very keen to acknowledge the existence of another um, Madeira Doc, citizen. Dr. Langerhans. Yeah, the guy who discovered insulin or something. He discovered it? the cell. He wasn't from the isl- Madeira. The he's isl- German. Of, he's German. German, yeah, but he died in there. He died there. He died in there. He died in there. He was a famous resident. No, no, I'm just saying he's, more impo- he's fundamentally more important than Cristiano Ronaldo. More important and, and, and famous are not the same, though, are He they? probably lived there for longer than Cristiano Ronaldo. Just let him this. have his bus. Let him have his airport. Where's the Langerhans airport? <laughs> you could build it. Yeah. <laughs> Paper airplanes only. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was a great start to everybody's... Uh, mm. Well, I don't know if it was the start of the week, but, but the bus was just wonderful. It, it was. The strange thing is Ronaldo himself, um, he signed it off, didn't he? Because the guy who, who designed it and, and, and made it said, like, yeah, I mean, he, he was happy with it. You can't please everybody. But I wonder if Ronaldo just looks at anything that looks even vaguely like him and just goes, oh, that is brilliant. Yeah. That is amazing. When, when the, sculptor, said, the sculptor said, even Jesus did not please everyone. It is impossible to please both the Greeks and the Trojans. Mm. And when he said that... I mean, he's comparing uh, himself to Jesus straight yeah. off the bat. When he, he says, so. uh, when he says he, you can't... Not Kurt Cobain. Well, he said, when, <laughs> when he uh, says you can't please everybody... Uh, I thought, well, you got mighty close. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. a lot of us were pleased about that. It also reminded me a little Football bit... Football social media liked it. Have, have you seen the film uh, Wrong Turn? No. It's no. about 10, 15 years old, no. about a group of, I think it's like American, I guess like college students or whatever, they go through, I think it's the West Virginia countryside, and they get um, accosted and, and terrorised by a bunch of three cannibalistic brothers. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's actually not too bad. It's quite an interesting horror movie. Um, one of the brothers looks like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I mean, like rednecks, basically, but gone massively that wrong. Is the, that that yeah. is the most lukewarm of texts, I think. Yeah, well. <laughs> Do you have that film yeah. from 10, 15 years ago? It's a horror film, so not many people watched it. Ah, uh, yeah, it's this. It's the hottest of hot takes because... Um, because it's <laughs> no one else has done it. It's easily what I thought. And to be honest, <laughs> mate, you look like a mad professor from a horror movie yourself at the what moment. What do you mean? Dressed in a weird checker... I don't know what you'd call that. Checkerboard tweed combination. Yeah. Marcus... Put the heat in, uh, turn the heat right down in the studio. So it's quite actually quite. Partial. You turned up in that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I took it off. Doctor, Doctor, yeah. Lee hands. Doctor Langerhans. <laughs> <laughs> your, your glasses are very, um, if you don't mind me saying, very far right as well. How are they far right? <laughs> well, everyone wore these spectacles. Yeah, but Nazi hipsters have become a thing in the last year. Yeah. Haven't yeah. They, so. I could. Uh, I'm not sure I couldn't pull off the look. No. Oh, you can. I could wear. I could wear a Pepe the Frog. Badge. You are doing it. I wanted to. You're doing have, we, now. have we started recording this yeah. podcast? Let's <laughs> forget where we are. The listeners Look, are still Let's have to here. get his dig in. So everyone yeah. goes, oh, I'll look at the cloth. We've already got a few digs in there. There's more, <laughs> where, I, there's more where that came from. Uh, <laughs> should we go to the Premier League? Yeah, why not? It's back. International it's been, football has, uh, has been wound down <laughs> this week. Uh, my goodness, we, we, we're left with domestic football. But Liverpool versus Everton is a great way to pick us all up. Do you mm. find that you have to recalibrate after like, a couple of weeks? For me, I have to go around reminding myself everything that's happened. Because mm. you get two weeks off and you think, oh, I can't remember anything now. I find it extraordinary when when some players they have little holidays. I don't find that extraordinary. It's kind of like he was on holiday. Oh, there yeah. was football. Pl- oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it makes sense. Doesn't it? It's, <laughs> yeah, like, it's right. like their half term if they don't get caught. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, <laughs> not too bad. Um, but it's Klopp versus Kuman. Yeah, this comes up on the show fairly regularly, I think. So apologies if, if, if I'm right there. But this this fixture, Liverpool v Everton, is one of the there was one of the best ever Premier League games in 1999, where Everton beat Liverpool one nil at Anfield. I think it's the last time they won at Anfield. I think. Um, was it and, Ferguson, was it? It's called the goal. No, it was Kevin Campbell scored oh, very Kevin early Campbell. on. They won 1-0. Uh, 
Um, but there was, I think, three sendings off. I think uh, <laughs> right, Sandy yeah. Westerwell was sent off for having a fracas with Francis <laughs> That's Jeffers, right, yeah. Which meant that Steve Storms had to go and goal. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then um, Stephen Gerrard was sent off as well late on. So it was three sendings off. And Don Hutchison and Michael Owen both should have been sent off as well. Yeah. And they were both put dreadful challenges. And I think Michael Owen might have got a yellow instead. Um, but it would have been surely, surely the only game in Premier League history where five people have been sent off. And it should have been. It genuinely should have been yeah. five people sent off. It was a fantastic game. Campbell scored really early after about five minutes, and it just went chaotic after that. One, I'd say most probably the most underrated game in Premier League history, because everyone talks about that Newcastle-Liverpool pair mm. of games. That was fantastic. Uh, it's the culture of we don't like to see that sort of thing, isn't it? I love seeing that, it. That, yeah, no, <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, do, we love it. We absolutely love it. More of it. I think it's the fixture with the most um, red cards in it, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that always League. comes up as well yeah. around this time of the year. Oh, yeah. is that right? Yeah, apparently so. But um, Lallana's going to be out for Liverpool, I think. That's a big loss. Appar- a big, a- apparently Southgate had to give uh, Klopp a phone call. Klopp's, Klopp seemed all right about it. He sort of said in the press conference, I mean, maybe he'd had time to calm down. In the he press said, conference. He, yeah, he said, oh, yeah, we can't, there's no point moaning, moaning about it, so he's got to get on with it. Well, that is the case. I mean, look, he's an international player. If, if he's playing a match for his nation, he can get injured. But he was moaning about another player who, who got called off. I can't remember, called up. I can't remember who it was, though, because he didn't get a phone call from the international manager. Oh, is that oh, right? So, leave off my babies, he says. <laughs> like O'Leary. In O'Leary fashion. Well, uh, Philip Coutinho and Roberto Firmino, they were flying back to England on a private jet from Brazil. Yeah. Which I quite like. It, I, hope, I would like that if um, it happened in front of the rest of the squad. Yeah. Anyway, boys, we'll be off now. I, I, I'd like to know. I mean, in my mind, there's, there's only the two of them on the flight. I'd love yeah. to know what they got up to. Maybe, oh, even, yeah. maybe even flying it. Nah, not flying it. Come on. I'd like, we'll get you resting. Well, I'd like to think that. I'll take pilot now. I'd like to think that, you know, Klopp, uh, he wants to keep them fit, so they're just doing shuttle runs up and down the yeah, plane. That's right, yeah. <laughs> You're pretending to. <laughs> on a, on a stay, Cessna. <laughs> Staving off the DVT. Yeah, that's yeah, right. A couple, yeah. couple of treadmills on there. Oh, dear. Uh, Jordan Henderson's still out, too, of course, which is uh, a shame. And for Everton, I mean, obviously, Seamus Coleman, uh, Coleman is, is out obviously for a long while. Mm. Uh, Schneiderlin might be out as well. Um, but he's, he's fighting to, to get fit. In opposite news, I read today that Daniel Sturridge is back in full training. Is that so right? I'm not sure he'll get picked, but he's back in full training as of today. So He fancies it. He, he, well, he may well fancy it. It depends on whether Big Jürgen <laughs> fancies him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what about Romelu Lukaku? A lot of noises coming out of his camp suggesting he'll leave in the summer because he wants to play in the Champions League. Um, this, this is flip-flop back and forth because initially he, yeah. he, said he wasn't going to sign a contract. Then there was talk that um, it was a translation issue and that he was talking in... Um, I presume it would have been French, and and it was it was translated badly, and that wasn't the case. Uh, and now again, it's being said that he is going to leave. I, I mean, clearly he, he would be able to leave if he wanted would to. Would it be Flemish? It was in possibly. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Yannick Balassi, his teammate, said that. Don't Lukaku, they speak Dutch? What's that? Don't they speak Dutch? The Dutch do. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the, the Belgians, Belgians do. The Belgians do. It's Flemish, Belgians isn't it? It's, it's no, a, it's a, that's a, a dialect, isn't it? Rather than language. it doesn't. It doesn't. It depends what part of Belgium you're in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. find out when you're. I don't even. I, I don't even think Flemish is even a language. I think it's Eastern Flemish and Western Flemish. Are you going to the um, the local English dialect? I just call it Dos Cerveza, por favor. Are you getting this into the show so you can claim the tax balance? I think that's fair. Excuse me, officer. Your phone is work related. Take these headphones. Content. Content, thank you. I demand to know what the existence of Flemish is like. In the oh, dear. Um, saying that Lukaku should play at a higher level. Well, Koeman said it earlier this season. Yeah, but I thought to myself, Koeman's clearly 
Kuma must think I'm going to another club in the summer, and I fancy getting Lukaku there to join. Yeah, Kuma's Kuma, a funny. I know. Listen, I know down that side of the table, you're you're a big fan of his. You're firmly in his camp. But I did have a little. Within chuck, reason. I did have a little chuckle to myself when he said a, a week or two ago that um, Lukaku should honour his contract because I think there'll be a fair few Southampton fans. <laughs> I might have something to say about yeah, that. yeah. Um, uh, Balassi said, that, "Great chuckle all round for you, isn't it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Balassi though saying. Um, that his, his teammates should play at a higher level. You, if you were the manager, you'd be like, shut up, yeah, mate. It's the season of honesty, isn't it's it? It's the yeah. season. Was it? He said, when a man has a plan, he has a, his plan, and you can't really stop that. <laughs> <laughs> As catchphrase has got, right. it's not great, is it? No, okay. it isn't brilliant. It's not the Ralph Waldo Emerson of football, is it? When a the... man has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's doing the EU negotiations. <laughs> we'll be absolutely fine. It won't take two years at all. Mm. Um, could big games like this in the future see a video assistant referee? Why, why specifically big games? Wouldn't it be all of them? Well, it would be all of them, Jim. You're right. Um, the, the, I just think that it would be... Uh, games like this often, uh, it's, it's marginal, isn't it? And refereeing yeah. decision and so on. Um, but the EFL Cup could bring in video assistant referees in August from the third round of the Cup. Of course, there was one used to rule out Antoine Griezmann's goal for France against Spain midweek. Um, mm. We talked about this on Forza Ramble, the, uh, the Facebook Live we do on, on Wednesday afternoons. The fact is that you use video technology for Facebook Live. Right? <laughs> yeah. it work, it? Pete was there. Yeah. And I can yeah. prove it. Yeah. Um, but I love the fact that the, the video assistant referee, which is an important job, is in a van outside oh, the ground. They, they, they made a big deal out of that. Like, yeah, they he, should. Oh, you know where he is? He's in a van down one of the side streets. <laughs> he's in a Starbucks. It's not important. They just put him in one of the offices if you want. I don't care about. Yeah, that. Do you think he's in a van in case? Um, the home fans get angry at a decision and he can just drive off. But I, I mean, I, I made the point... <laughs> it's a sort of like spy cake. Yeah. I made the point that it was... That, that, I mean, fundamentally, that's kind of doing the referee out of an aspect of his job. Possibly in the future, all of decisions uh, will go through the video referee. So basically, the referee, I think, waited for ages, mm. pretending he couldn't hear what the guy was saying over so. his earpiece um, before he made the decision. <laughs> for, for me, for so me, that he doesn't steal his job. Part of me got quite, not upset, but like quite sort of crestfallen when I saw it. I just thought, oh, I, don't, I don't like it. You don't like no, it. Like you've you've long sort of said you don't like the idea of the stoppages, do you? So did, did it's that not bother the sto- you? It's not the stoppages. It's, it's not the stoppages. I mean, you can deal with stoppages all the time. I mean, you look at the big injury to Coleman, that happens. You know, there was one with um, whole midfielder, help me out here, um, Ryan Mason, earlier in the season because mm-hmm. he, he was injured. And so the stoppages happen. I'm, I'm fairly comfortable with the stoppages. It's just, for me, I, I like the idea that football is a simple game and, and the reason it's the most popular sport in the world it's because of its simplicity, and I, and I, I argued it, um, you know, maybe successfully, maybe not in the book that we put out last year. That, that, you know, football needs to be careful what it wishes for. You can't, you, you can't set an arbitrary point where you don't carry on using video technology because there's no money and not enough money at that level of the game. You have to decide that, and you have to decide whether you want the game to to, to manifest itself. Uh, and present itself in a way that is completely different to to everyday football that, that you and I and, and we enjoy. So, and what we play. So, and also, also, I mean. What I ended up thinking with with the um, with the video technology for the France Spain game and the offside decision and stuff, I just thought, well, what's the point of having a linesman then? Just get rid of the assistant. Does under, under, you don't need him. him. Don't need him. Do you? you don't need him. You I don't, don't know, but th- then you'd have lots of stoppages. That you'd have loads of stoppages all the time if every single thing went to a man in a van outside the ground. It's, it's there for it's it's there just in case they get something wrong, isn't it? It's not to to overrule things. It's not about them getting it run, though. The referee calls it ineffective, isn't he? Well, it literally yeah. did overrule things in that game. No, no, but but that's it, what, that, what I mean is if, you know, if the, the guy in the van spots that the referee has made a mistake or the linesman's made a mis- mistake, that's when it comes into play. Otherwise, the linesman and the, the referee are just doing their jobs as usual. I think it's just it's help for them, isn't it? That's, that's all it is. But Personally, yeah. I don't mind it because it bothers me that, you know, in this day and age, a goal can, goal can wrongly be chalked off when it shouldn't be, or the other way but, around. But the, the, if, you, if you're worried about the referee not making the right decisions... 
um, then there are much, much better ways of sorting that out. I mean, you, you could, Well, you, none of them work so far. Improve. Well, what ones have been tried then? Well, what, what, what are they? What other options are well, there? To more referees? More, well, that's, that's uh, not great, worked, is it? Great, well, they have done, they have yeah, tried with fifth and sixth Why officials. Why hasn't it worked? Well, it hasn't worked, did it? We've had referees behind, the, behind both goals and loads of extra officials and it's not, it's they, not they, stopped they, goals being ruled out. They've worked perfectly well, in my opinion. There's, really? I don't, I don't think there's been too many examples. But if, that, if, if the video referee true. hadn't have stepped in, the Griezmann goal would have, uh, would have, would have, been, would have wrongly stood. Well, quite no, quite. I, I, but, but but you know, so what? I, 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 it undermines celebrations. It undermines kind of like I've scored a goal. Oh, have I? Look to the linesman. He might not even have the information I need. Where do I look? I've got to run out the ground, knock on the man's van, and go. Was that all right? And then I can start celebrating. It's just I, <laughs> unless it, it's. A, but if you're watching like a third division match or, or a third tier match, and um, a, a goal looks a bit iffy, you're going to be like, ah. Oh, like, we don't have the technology yeah. to... to well, they so, don't have, so, yeah. so, so there's something but, missing, isn't there, at that level? But they but don't have goal-line technology at that level. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. But, and that, so it has to be administered every level. It has to be a technology that it? can be easily administered. Well, uh, if, you're, have... if you're letting people pay money to get into the ground, I think all professional well, clubs should have the same technology. Well, they, well, they don't have fifth and sixth officials at lower level. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I disagree with that fundamentally level, as well, though, Marcus. That's the thing, isn't it? But, but, but not the lower levels are never going to be able to compete with the, the top level, and the top level it's a different game. Then it's a different game. Well, they're, they're, they're not playing football anymore, then, are they? We should at least all in this room be able to agree that they should be playing the same sport. It's not governed by the same ludicrous thing to say. Governed by the same laws. That's actually correct. I mean, no, it isn't at all. So it's not governed by the same laws. Just some of them are augmented with extra help in officiating them. So there's a decision that's made exactly the same principle at a Champions League final, okay, and it can be administered. A completely different way than a, a League Two promotion game or a relegation game, which sees a team possibly going out of business, and you think it's fair that they should be amused in a different way. I think it's absolutely fine because to pretend that it's a different, that, to pretend that the absolute elite level is the same as it lower down is is just it's putting your head in the sand, isn't it? But they're playing, it's not. This, but they're, they're playing the same game, and I think to have, have respect for those players who make a living out of the game and operate at <clears> a professional <throat> level, although not at the very top level, they should be respected. It undermines and patronises them. I think otherwise. what's being lost here is that you know if a team if a team loses out on a goal when they've scored a goal that's fundamentally wrong if there's something that can be in place at any level even if that's just the top level to correct that then i think that's a good thing I mean, on a Sunday morning once, I was denied a hat-trick and I was inside. <laughs> and one of their lads, he was running the line and he gave it offside. <laughs> that's happened to most you people, know. I think. But you know, you know, the other thing that we're in danger of here, and we won't spend, I, I guess we won't spend too much longer talking about this, is, is, that, is that people also think it's a bit of a panacea. And if you look at the, the website, that FIFA, the webpage that FIFA have dedicated to this, this new in, in technology, they've actually not implemented it correctly in, in their own, by their own terms anyway because they're supposed to be doing it for controversial penalty decisions as well and they didn't do that because Koscielny was judged to have given a penalty away. It wasn't a penalty um, and, and the referee and the video assistant didn't do anything about it so it's already not being implemented properly. Well, they were trialling it. Just, just for, yeah, fine. We'd hope that it would be a successful trial cause, but, but in that case, in that, in that instance, it wasn't. And just finally... This whole thing isn't a panacea anyway, okay? You, you have to be very, very careful what you wish for. And I used the example in the book, which I'm, you guys have all read, but in case people at home haven't heard it, it a couple of seasons ago in the, in the Super Bowl, there was an issue about whether something was a completed catch or not. <clears throat> there was about 
a conservative estimate, seven or eight different camera angles, okay? They couldn't decide on it. And two weeks later, when I was still in the US watching the sports uh, roundups, they were still arguing about whether it was a catch or not. If you start implementing stuff like that into penalty decisions, good luck, because you're never going to get it right, because a lot of the laws are based around a referee's interpretation. So if you want to implement it properly, you're going to have to change the fabric of how the laws are, are used yeah. in this country and in, in, more over the world in the sport we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, and fair enough. I think that uh, to bring in video referees for those kind of decisions is a bit stupid. Did it cross the line? You can scientifically prove that. Mm. Was it offside? I think you can actually scientifically prove that with a, a little bit of... I, 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 I wonder I, I, if the future will be, will be, I don't know, chips in the ball and on in players. I don't, you don't even need that. As I said on the Facebook Live, I mean, Sky Sports can mask out players. I mean, they're fairly high contrast uh, video um, colours. You know, you've got a green against something else. I mean, very few teams go for the green for obvious reasons. You know, you can tell where a player is at any moment. You can tell where the ball is at any moment. You need, uh, if you're going to use video technology, it needs to be like that. And it needs to be a binary... Zero or one sort of decision, offside and non-offside. Agreed, offside. The very it, can't, it can't. It can't be interpreted, interpreting the law that, 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 that as Luke correctly yeah. um, identified, think... is all about what's happening from the referee's point of view. If the referee sees this, then if the referee sees this, then yeah, it doesn't but matter. I think, but I don't think I don't think many people are asking no. uh, for technology to be brought in in, just, just... in decisions in decisions that uh, may or may not. You know, one man's penalty, one man's not penalty. Um, but let's drag it all the way back to the Merseyside derby, um, because as there'll you can be see, loads of cards and well, offside. <laughs> there, there should be some clear-cut decisions to be made there. Um, and as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, this, this splits us, this technology mm. business. Mm. But for now, we just Why have to Why don't you tell us what you think? Email us in, maybe Pete can include it in the correspondence. <laughs> yeah. Maybe on the next Falls of Ramble, we'll have a physical fight about this. And, and I'll be totally honest here, there's one thing that Pete really enjoys, it's, it's sorting through all the admin of loads of emails. Yeah, right. Let's I mean, get just, as many as possible yeah, in I there. I mean, guaranteed you're going to get read out on this show and, if it's a page worth of text. And, I got, and, um, it's about a football match you played 20 years ago, probably not going to get read out. Probably <laughs> about, not going to read out. Am I right in saying, Pete, the longer the better you like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with the central point right at the end? And a PS, <laughs> and a PS for Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of spelling mistakes. All one paragraph as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, as, in as, wingdings. As you were saying there, Marcus, uh, dragging it back to the game itself, the draw here is 14 to 5 with Bet365, so a stalemate. £10 on that will return £38, include the state, which I don't think is a terrible mm. shout. Yeah, yeah. Everton's record is very poor at Anfield. Mm. So Lukaku, um, read an interesting stat about him. He's got 10 goals um, in or after the 80th minute um, this season, which is uh, which equals Kevin Phillips's record that he set in 99-2000, which is pretty amazing, isn't it? It shows that he's developing as, as, as a game-changing striker. Yeah, and, and that's why a lot of clubs will want him, Jim. Mm. Um, and Ronald Koeman will t- take yeah. it with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm off and I'm taking him with me. <laughs> yeah. um, let's move on to uh, a big one down the bottom of the Premier League. Swansea versus Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough five points from safety on 22 points. They've got a game in hand on Hull on 24 points and Swansea on 27 points. Um, the one plus for Middlesbrough is that goal difference is better. A fair amount better than Hull's and Swansea's, but... A win for Swansea would be a hammer blow yeah, to, think, to Middlesbrough's think, survival intentions. I personally think Borough are down anyway, and they're, they're absolutely down if they lose again at Swansea at the weekend. And it's tempting to think when you look at that and you say, "Oh, they've got five, they're five points from safety. Okay, they're five points behind Swansea." As, as you write, they've got a better goal difference, and they've even got a game in hand as well. But if you look at this little points per game record yeah. of Middlesbrough this season, it's taken them twenty-eight games to get to twenty-two points. So really, they need to play another eight or nine games, mm-hmm. to, to, or probably about eight games, to, to make up that difference in the first place. And they've only got like 10 games left so it's very very difficult to see them getting out of it especially if you add into the mix that they just do not score goals they're like yeah. the, the Sahara Desert <laughs> of, of, of goals if goals in this rather sort of tortured analogy were some sort of 
water oasis at certain points in the desert itself. Yeah, I mean, it's, I it's, think it's you wasted all your craft on that Gallic technology. Carry on, yeah. carry on. <laughs> <laughs> don't reference it. Just don't reference it. I would say with the Sahara Desert, you know, they, they keep a lot of. They, they have uh, a my interest. <laughs> Scott, Scott is unplugged. Pete's <laughs> <laughs> interest normally goes after about yeah. two minutes. I was about to say, we've done very well. Yeah, we have, yeah. there we go. I'm out of here, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Good night, everyone. The, I don't internet know whether... part, the internet part of Pete shut down. Yes, yeah. it is safe to turn off your computer yeah. if you're on Windows 95. I don't know whether that's you leaving or reversing. <laughs> we, we, we talk about Pete being part computer and that, but sometimes it's really annoying when he comes over to you, just looks over your shoulder and goes, it looks like you're writing a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, are you a yeah. giant paper clip? <laughs> Actually, we, we need to chat about updating his mil- malware because yeah, some we... of the filth that's coming yeah. out. <laughs> it's the spyware I'm worried when about. Does it, when does the man himself become a walking virus? <laughs> Middlesbrough. Yeah. Middlesbrough. Yeah, so they, in, yeah. Speaking of viruses. Pete's <laughs> There's another stat about this one that's, that's quite interesting. So shut down again if you want, Pete, but I'm going to do it. Um, there's been 99 goals uh, involving Swansea in the league, which mm-hmm. is the most in the league. But compared a winnowed one. <laughs> yeah, compared to 53 with Middlesbrough, which is the least. So um, that's uh, make of that what you will. But Swansea look like they've got goals in them under Pop. Paul Clement. They do. Uh, so I think, you know, th- their strategy's got to be just hit them hard and quickly. You, yeah, Swansea are the home side. They're, they're a better side at the moment than Borough. Surely this will be a Swansea win. But then, Peter, when we hear that Jonathan Woodgate's back at Middlesbrough. He's been there for ages. Uh, well, he came back as a, in, the, in the back room. Wasn't he? Uh, he was scouting for a bit, wasn't he? And then he came back. Yeah, he's, yeah. I think he's in the. He's going to be part of uh, Agnew's backroom style. It's a, it's a brave move, giving him a scouting job. I mean, didn't the guy... Remove himself from a pub once because he glassed himself in the face. I don't, apparently, <laughs> so, he, yeah. I just mean to say he can't. Maybe he was annoyed because he was trying to watch the game. What happens if he gets annoyed at a game he's scouting? At? <laughs> <laughs> Chucked himself off the terrace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving anyway. Well, his first kind of sojourn abroad was involved in getting sent off and scoring on goal. So, I mean. Yeah. The, prob- the problem with the scouting thing, though, is he's, he's by nature of the job, he's going to have to climb up to the top of the terrace <laughs> to watch properly. He's going to tear his thigh muscle, <laughs> clean up his bone. Really. It's, it's not necessarily spying, is he it? He needs to go one of those cherry pickers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they've given him one. Yeah, they might have done. There's a, yeah, there's, there goes Jonathan Woodgate. I must um, remember. No, I won't do that. Joe Jordan um, is also in the backroom staff. He's a hard man. I love Joe. I love Joe. Was a, Joe was a yeah. big part of the Portsmouth backroom staff. He was. Yeah, yeah. Remember that time we squared up to uh, Renegade yeah. Tuesday? Golden moment. Golden <laughs> moment. <laughs> Who would you have fancied for that one, Peter? Jordan. Definitely Jordan. Jordan's old man heart. We've, we've had this definitely. before. Definitely Jordan. I know, and I thought yeah, I'd Jordan. bring it back. There's, there's more on, on Swan being old man hard later. <laughs> <Does it always? laughs> show. Don't you worry about that. But on the Swansea thing, <laughs> yes. Martin Olsen might be back, and that's a big plus for Swansea. It's very, very good for them since he turned up. And Swans are 10 to 11 with Bet365 to beat Borough here. So £10 return, £19 and mm. £9, including the are we, are we ready to go to um, the big South Coast derby? Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> well, this, the thing that annoys me about this, right, is I'm not annoyed that he's having a dig at Portsmouth again. That right, doesn't sound hey, like how it. many times have I talked up Portsmouth in the main show with their chances and reversing up the Pompey Highway and all that? Not enough. Let me have this one. <laughs> this game, yeah. right, I'm just, I think I'm just going to double check this. This game, 10th versus 11th. Yeah. Nothing on it. Nothing on it. Still you... gets in, doesn't it? So you can have a dig. What are you talking about? It's the South, it's the South Coast Derby. Yeah, the <laughs> South Coast Derby. We've, the had the Mersey, we've had the Merseyside Derby. Yeah, the big and then, one. And then we've Derby got the, week. The South yeah. Coast Derby. Thing is, Pete, <laughs> thing is, Pete, I'll take Marcus down to Portsmouth, one of the local pubs. Watch his bull shrink. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah, why that that is it particularly cold in that pub? Yes, it can be <laughs> very cold down there. <laughs> down there. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's uh, both sides on 33 points, although Southampton have 
two games in hand, but they are the two premier sides on the south coast at the moment. There's absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I like no how he's doubt bent out he's repeating jokes as he bicked it into his little yeah, knot. Yeah. I didn't actually. Brilliant. You're going to come round and have a look. I was going to let that one go. You come round here and have a look. Oh. <laughs> you come round here and have a look at my derby. Let me see your ball shrink, <laughs> Pete. Pete. Let's hear more from El Costico. Pete, I was going to. I was going to let that one go. Oh, thanks, thanks, Mark. <laughs> um, there's talk that Eddie Howe might try to bring Jermaine Defoe back to the club if Sunderland are relegated. I quite like that. Isn't mm. it? A move. I think that's mm, a good idea. So yeah. He's been linked to West Ham a lot, but not yeah. Bournemouth. It's weirdly. It's weird how it's only clubs he's already played played for, which suggests laziness. Mm. I, I also think that with um, with Defoe, I mean, he's getting on a bit and stuff. And you know, we made our, I made my point about him playing for England again, and, and it was good for him, and maybe not so good for England, but. Clearly, he's a player who's, who keeps himself in good shape, and, and and he could probably be good enough for maybe ten goals next season in the Premier League. And for a club like Bournemouth, that's gold dust. It is, yeah. Well, he said the vegan diets helped, mm. and also he didn't say ice, ice baths, which are quite um, well, I don't know if popular is the right word, but mm. it's certainly used a lot by professional mm. footballers. Ice chambers, okay. Mm. Well, that's like, that, that's one of those things that. Um... Sam Allardyce bought for when he's at Bolton, I think. Oh, yeah. It was one of the big things he was yeah. big on. It frees your body to like minus 15 or something really quickly. And yeah. then uh, you're only allowed to stay in it for like one minute, two Eight minutes. Eight hours, isn't it? Eight hours. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> bumping into Sam Allardyce yeah. in an ice yeah. chamber. Yeah. Lee oh, Dixon God. is a no, no. vegan now as well. Lee Dixon? Yeah. Okay. Can we I don't know, just <laughs> the horse vegans. The has already bolted. Is this a, is this a peacher? <laughs> <laughs> Football and vegan. vegan news. <laughs> Footballing vegan. Pete Donaldson. Oh, Pete, Pete Donaldson, brackets, not a vegan himself. <laughs> I bought Ian Wright a vegan book. Okay. Because he said he wanted to be a vegan because he'd watched some Facebook videos, so he, I got he, him. And my mate is a, a vegan chef, so I uh, Does he know what got, a vegan is? got her book and he's gave u- it to him. He's using that as a coaster, maximum. To eat a big steak. But Marcus, <laughs> on, on the old Samantha Bournemouth thing, yeah. something that is of note, mm-hmm. um, don't worry, I've still been professional, I had to dig something out here. Yeah, yeah, um, mm. it, was quite, it was quite a, a tempestuous affair, if I remember rightly, earlier in the season. Uh, I can't, no, I don't think this... There was a, there, um, you might be thinking last season there was a sending off, I okay, think. Right, I think okay. it was last season we were sending off. Um, Southampton, yeah, they uh, they, 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 won, they, they beat, beat them at Bournemouth, didn't they? They did. They beat them three one. So, uh, Bournemouth will be um, looking for revenge, but it could be a feisty affair. Speaking of feisty affairs, there it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned red cards in the Merseyside derby. Five red cards. I think you said in that game. No, there should have been five. There were three. Oh, there were three. Yeah, there should have been five. Well, Easter Road this week. There were four. <laughs> only, two, only two of them were players. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was it was like the last days of Edinburgh. Yeah, um, a mass brawl uh, happened at the end of that one between Hibbs and Morton. It was it was nil nil. But the real story was the two managers going at yeah. it. We know Neil Lennon likes a ruck. There, yeah. there is an absolutely incredible, like very Alan Partridge style photo story of this on the Daily Records it. website. It's it's just amazing. I only just, clicked on it because I thought it was a proper video. <laughs> no, but it starts off just like a normal football match, and then there it just there are punches flying it's just show, bundles it? it's yeah. just beautiful yeah. it really is Jim Duffy and him had to be separated Jesus Jim Duffy looks hard <laughs> he, does. he looks he, like a tough tough his man his head looks like a bullet <laughs> He's, he is the dictionary definition of old man hard yeah, absolutely. Yeah. he makes Joe Jordan look like, look like Bambi definitely <laughs> oh nice yeah it's like <laughs> his skull has a skull and when, when, he, had, when he had that um, dust up with, with Lennon that you mentioned Lennon does like a, like a dust up himself he, he said uh, he said there were no punches thrown. This is Jim Duffy. There were no punches thrown. If I throw a punch, you'll know about it. Yeah. <laughs> he, also, he also said that he was sort of really embarrassed by it, but afterwards he said uh, maybe it was handbags with a few things inside the handbags. 
so sinister, no? Yeah. Couple of half bricks in that yeah. hand, mate. You could Snook a bottle in a sock. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, no, the first thing I thought of when I saw Jim Duffy's face yeah. is that man could hold his own in any pub in the land. <laughs> any pub in the land. Even that one, even, the, even that one in Aberdeen, where nobody yeah. goes to. Any time of the day or not. That yeah. one in Aberdeen was in that world's, uh, Britain's hardest oh, pub yeah. in the yeah. series. And uh, I actually showed my granddad a bit of that. He spent a lot of time in Aberdeen when he was younger. Mm. Uh, and uh, I asked him if he recognised it. He said no, but he said um, what, one thing about Aberdeen is it's not quite the end of the world, but you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jim Duffy! Because Neil Lennon accused Jim Duffy of challenging him to a fight, and I thought, I tell you what, Mr. Lennon, you know, whatever you, you didn't seem to wait. You know, for any yeah. clarification mm. on that, you know, yeah. you might have assumed he's that been kicked in the head by Alan Shearer. He's not going to like second guess anyone again, yeah. is he? He's, he's certainly not. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll go. Pete, the phrase he used was "square go." Well, I know. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Jim Dovey said he denied asking for a square go, which is which is <laughs> square wonderful. Square go. Give me. I just have to say, come ahead, square go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, uh, Marcus? Remember our mate from uni, Richie, friends of yeah, Richie. Yeah, he yeah, always yeah. used to say, uh, whenever you like muck around with him or someone with Richie, he always go, go on then. I make it a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you the first. Yeah, um, the, 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 Duffy was sent to the stands, of course, with, with Neil Lennon. And he said, "I've never been set." Duffy playing like the innocent party, I know. like like you were saying. Oh, I thought, you know, this has never happened to me or anything like this. It's it? like a Scottish Voldemort. <laughs> There's no way you can play the innocent party. Anyway. He said, I've never been sent to the stands before tonight. It's my first time, but it's always good to lose your virginity eventually. This guy's gone under our radar for far too oh, long. Oh, man. He mm. said, I've never been in this situation before, and I don't know how it works. Maybe I should ask Lenny. Yeah. Just so disrespectful. Uh, apparently, they're good pals as well. Yeah. But they go back a long way, and they're good pals. In, in and that's how they behave. Life. Yeah, well, quite. God knows what they do with their enemies. Yeah. But <laughs> we might hear a bit more, Jim, if Grinnock get uh, promoted, because they're doing all right, aren't they? They're Second doing okay. or something like that. Hibs are miles ahead, though, aren't it was, they? Yeah, it was a big game. It was a and big only game. one go up automatically, so oh, we'll goodness. see. Wonderful stuff. Uh, we must go to a break, but we will talk about the Premier League more after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the preview show, everybody. We're still here. We're still talking about those footballs. Pete Donson's got some emails in his hand. I have got some emails in my hand. Um, the first one's a bit of a weird one, to be honest. I hope you're all well. I'm more of a Football Weekly kind of guy, so I've never emailed you before. I just made it in. I yeah, know. <laughs> Wait, but I doubt that they'll be that interested in the fact that this week I got a tattoo of a young Alan Shearer reluctantly eating a nectarine. That's how it's made it in. Fine, yeah. right. <laughs> I stand corrected. But you folks might, who knows? Ed in Oxford, he's uh, attached a picture. Let's have, 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 have a look at that. It's definitely Alan Shearer eating a nectarine. I don't think you could even tell that's Alan Shearer. It looks right, like Alistair well, Campbell. All right, well, I have to save paper. All right, I'm it's trying like, to save the trees. It looks like Alistair Campbell, that. Could be, and it could be a peach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's, I mean, you probably I could watch Alistair Campbell Shearer. eating a peach for hours, mate. But, In reality. But why, why, if you're going to have a tattoo of a fruit, would you pick the one fruit that could be mistaken for another fruit? 
I, ask him. Ask him. I am asking him. I, am asking him. I mean, that, that's that's not even number one, two, or three of his it's bad so decisions. Strange. He's got it on his thigh. It looks like that Cristiano Ronaldo bust him. Yeah, I'm does, sure yeah. um, these are the exact questions that the tattoo fixers team will be asking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's, uh, what's his name? Uh, his name's Ed in Oxford. All right, Ed. <clears throat> thanks uh, for that. Thanks yeah. for that, mate. And thanks for listening. I guess it, it takes all sorts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John writes uh, your talk on Monday's show about the expenses that footballers may claim on international duty brought to memory a story my dad tells. Back in the fifties, uh, England players would often travel from their clubs by steam train to home internationals in Scotland. On one occasion, Stanley Matthews, and then perhaps the greatest English footballer, travelled from his home club in the northwest. He had to change trains in Carlisle. Whilst waiting for his connection, he bought a tea cake from the station buffet. When later claiming the cost of said tea cake in his expenses, the FA challenged his claim. It is not known to this day whether he recovered the cost. So if there are any footballer, <laughs> uh, football historians listening... I heard that story before, actually. Okay. Quite, quite a famous one. Well, yeah. thank you, John Wright, for that one. Yeah, how football has changed. Daniel Cowling, also, uh, this is a story about footballers buying things. Sean Wright Phillips. Uh, we chatted about him a little earlier on. Uh, basically, he was queuing ahead of me and my brother. Everyone falls around, yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you want to interject? We probably would have yesterday. discussed him before, wouldn't we? <laughs> different show, people listening Different show, different, different, show. different, show. different <laughs> format. We've different never day. mentioned Sean Wright Phillips. I mentioned his dad five minutes ago. Stop, stop making people rewind the show for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned him earlier. Oh, I came in for the Sean Wright Phillips chat. Yes. I'm usually a football weekly listener. About 30 <laughs> hours earlier. Sean Wright Phillips. <laughs> A footballer that we're all aware of. Yeah, okay. Tit ends. That we were talking about loads <laughs> in the first half. It triggered a distant memory of a fun but uh, long forgotten footballer in the wild sighting. Uh, the man himself, five foot six of him, was queuing ahead of me and my brother in the local co op, only to be hamstrung by his diminutive stature. He was perhaps unwisely mid season, uh, but to be fair, this was early naughty city, um, purchasing a large bottle of whiskey and a packet of cigarettes. <laughs> But when he got asked about his age, he had no ID. My old brother, taken on the mantle of old brother alcohol buyer for Sean himself, stepped in to reassure the shop assistant that he was indeed in his early 20s and he played right wing for Man City. Interfering. Yeah, which wonderfully was taken on face value. Sure so if you ever need an out, anybody who's listening who are underage, <laughs> yeah. just say you play right wing for City. Um, <laughs> Sean Wright Phillips' son's now playing for England on the 16th. That's right. And we're right. Not, we're not... Yeah, we talked about that for the Ramble. Oh, yeah? Ten Aye. minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was just going to say that when I, when I looked up <laughs> the situation around that, I found out that Sean Wright Phillips is 35. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. To me, he's about 20. Yeah. He always will be. <laughs> Might have shown me over, I suppose. Oh, goodness. Yeah. But anyway, Sean Wright Phillips uh, needs other people to buy alcohol from. Good tonight. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. yeah. Right he, seemed, he seemed like a lovely lovely chap who uh, went of off he into was. the he night. Of course he right sorted out by his <laughs> Someone's buying for him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, here are some uh, football uh, autocorrects. Oh, okay. Is that all right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've long been a, a fan of that particular phenomenon, says uh, Fred Noisegate, Fred Nicholas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of our Arsenal chat via, occurs via text because my brother lives in California and I live in New York. Uh, recently, we've been worried about Medic Oils form. <laughs> Very nice and easy, that one. Um, hello, chaps. Listening to the new Peacher earlier. I'm glad that's uh, caught on. Uh, I texted my brother after Preston had signed Ketamine Bechtod. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine Beckford. Yay, yeah, there we go. I'm <laughs> oh, quite good, aren't I? Yeah, I'm Ketamine right. Bechtod. Yeah. Nice, isn't it? Uh, so thank you for that, uh, Bobby Dilworth. Uh, Joe. Is uh, that Bobby Dilworth? Sounds like an correct as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was trying to guess that one. Yeah, go ahead. It's Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Joe, um, this one tickled a little, he says. Um, marijuana fellas. Marijuana Fellaini. Oh, marijuana yeah, Fellaini. Yeah. Marijuana okay. Fellaini. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, those I, was guys. About, I was about to just say yes. <laughs> uh, Kenny Monroe. Um, oh, Kenny Monroe can get to fuck. Right, yeah, exactly. I've got to well, talk about him later. Right, have you? Okay, yeah. okay we'll keep... 
Keep your powder dry then. He'll keep. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he funny. knows what he's done. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, there's a lad by the name of Peter. Uh, thank you very much for getting involved. He's Hungarian, but he lives in Luxembourg. And he wants us to know that um, you called the goalkeeper of Luxembourg Luxembourgian, mm-hmm. but the correct term is Luxembourgish. Oh, really? Good oh. to know. We're all a bit Luxembourgish, aren't yeah, we? Good to know. Come on. Yeah. Cousin yeah. and brother. Yeah. Uh, do you want one final one? Yeah, really quick. Yeah. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't know who sent this one, but it's, yeah. it's a really good point, actually. It's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's part of it. Whoever, <laughs> sent, whoever sent this, you know who we are. Well, I think we, there's no point because we talked about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was this your right for this one? Buy my print now. It's, oh, it, it, it's, from, it's, it's from Get Outlook from, for Android. Um, at the start of the latest Triple uh, X movie, there's a pretty cool scene in Brazil where Vin Diesel jumps off a satellite pylon and skateboards down a mountain road to deliver an electrical pu- component that provides service just in the nick of time oh. so that the kids are of the community can watch their national team. That's right up your street, that does, isn't well, it? I bet that piqued your interest. Satellite <laughs> like Um Actually, in, in Triple X, isn't uh, Neymar in that? This Sorry, is probably uh, part of it. Sorry, Pete, why the hell has this email got in there? Because <laughs> finally, for now, uh, the game that is briefly shown starting for the kids who've spent ages waiting for this oh, bloody yeah. electrical component is Brazil, Germany, July 8th, 2014. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> oh, Lovely. thanks, Triple X. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for the reminder. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Oh, hey, oh Vin Diesel's brought us telly. Oh. Take it back, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Skateboard right back up that mountain, mate. It's not Vin Diesel, it's Triple X. Yeah. All right. You're right. I've not seen any of those movies. No, so I haven't. Spoiling either. the, yeah. <laughs> prom, spoiling the uh, yeah. conceit. Right, shall we move on mm. um, to Chelsea versus Crystal Palace? Actually, speaking of films, did we hear what Alan Pardew said recently? Yeah, it's great. Mm. Uh, former Palace manager, of course, Alan Pardew. He was... Was he likening his situation, or, or just the, the general situation between manager and chairman to that of Robert De Niro and Al Pacino's characters yeah. in the film Heat? So I mentioned that to a, to a broadcaster, yeah. uh, who I won't name, uh, mm. when, when this came out, and he said, <laughs> the thing is, you know, I like Alan, I really do, I do, I do like him, but he lives in a dream world. <laughs> <laughs> really? Big ass! Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Oh, what man. do you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was quite sensational, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Alan Pardew. Um, uh, there were some choice quotes. Where, 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 let, me, let me find here. Um, You're all right, mate. The game humbles you. There we go. And if you don't humble with it, you are in trouble. Is this Pardew? That's Pardew. Sounds a bit like Sepp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Sepp Blatter. Well, he's speaking in a second language, yeah, isn't he? If you read that quote out to me, I'd have guessed Sepp Blatter straight away. Yeah, yeah. That, but Marcus, that's your second language voice. Do you yeah. think? Yeah. But this is uh, yeah, my foreign voice. His um, dream world voice. Yeah. He also said, maybe my loyalty gets in the way a little bit. I've been loyal to a fault with some. That's just a trait I have. Something to keep my eye on. <laughs> Self-aware. Keep my eye on. Self-aware my, part. His loyalty. Yeah, I just basically. Wow. Oh. What's this come from? Why is he even in the press? What's? Uh, it's a very good point. Yeah, he's probably just uh, probably just doing a, some interview. Putting he's it on the shop interview. window again. But Palace's current manager, Big Sam, mm. has uh, has got them firing again. You know who's going Hennessy. You know who's got them firing, Marcus. Yeah. Big Mamadou Sakho. So he has. Well, we we mentioned him, didn't we? They, it, they've got a few clean sheets in a row. He's, three. Played, he's played three games and they haven't considered a goal in them. Mm. Watford, West Brom, and Middlesbrough. Not the strongest opponents, but still, any clean sheet in the Premier League, Jim, is a good clean sheet. Absolutely. I mean, Chelsea are a slightly different proposition. Though. Well, can Big Sam get anything out of that trip? I would say no. No. <laughs> That's and, fair. But the, the only thing I would say in, com- in, in, in competition to that is. Hazard and Moses both have knocks and are doubts for the game, so it could be a, like mm. a big difference. We had a couple of people, we'll come on to the bit of the week later, of course, but we had a couple of people email in um, 
saying that they quite fancied Palace to catch Chelsea cold. A lot of people... It was it was interesting to me because more than one person emailed saying they wonder is there going to be a bit of complacency setting with Chelsea now for the rest of the season. I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I just thought I'd mention I, it. I don't... Well, pretty much every member of the first 11 for Chelsea are involved in some, some kind of um, transfer story this week. So, yeah, Hazard I mean, certainly was. Hazard Ooh, certainly, yeah. Costa's been linking himself all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> yeah, but can, can, yeah but, all these little interviews that everyone's done, everyone's getting back together and going, hi! Do you reckon that Costa realised he'd done it again by accident and just called everyone else on the team and went, if you all do it, yeah. you can't punish <laughs> yeah. all of us. Complacency and Conte are two words that don't go... Yeah, quite. It's, a fair, it's um, a fair point. But uh, it, well, interesting you mentioned in about um, Eden Hazard. Apparently Zinedine Zidane said he's his main transfer target in the summer. Yeah, I Big Ray that. Wilkins, who, who, who I think, Luke, Luke, you've definitely mentioned Ray Wilkins before. I, I'm a big fan of the yeah, band. I know, I know, I know Ray. Um, said he'll give up his Chelsea season ticket if they sell Hazard. He's very, he's very excitable about yeah, I think you'll regret that. Yeah. I don't think he'll do that. <laughs> well, Conte has told the board reportedly that he wants to sign Alexis Sanchez in the summer, which if they were going to sell Hazard, that would be That's a great... such a dig. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I, I, I don't... I'll come on to Arsenal in the minute because i got a big game. I've, I don't agree with how a lot of Arsenal fans have expressed their, their, their displeasure with what's happening at the moment. But even I would feel sorry for them if Alexis Sanchez went to Chelsea. There was talk, wasn't there, some misquote from Ch- Chilean national press yeah, or something yeah, he said he, yesterday. He said, uh, what Sanchez said was, because um, he's effectively said he wants to see out his contract at Arsenal. Mm. And he says, I want to stay in the same city That's for, right. for, for a long time. And the press have gone, Sanchez says he wants to stay in London. That means he's going to Chelsea. Well, he and actually, this he said, I, I want, want to trophies, didn't he? He said, I want to stay in the same City and win titles and trophies. But so no, to be it was two and two. No, but they're all from different quotes, sort of <clears throat> stitched together to make two and two story. equals Chelsea. There, well, if he goes to Chelsea, I mean, yes. <laughs> the thing is, if it was only other club at the top end of the, the table, <clears throat> this might just be me. You think, well, it's not going to happen. They're not going to sell. Well, I don't think they will though, because there'll be plenty of takers from abroad. Because yeah, he's been, been linked with Bayern and, and with well, PSG as well. On, so. on the Azar thing, Juventus by the way, too. I read an interesting report maybe a day or two ago saying that <clears throat> Zidane is so well thought of at Real Madrid now that he's actually able to to, to have a big say in, um, in in transfers he wants. I'm sure. Ordinarily, it wouldn't be a down to the coach mm. in that model they use. And it's mad, it's, isn't it? Normally, it's Fl- Florentino Perez I think he's up for re-election soon and he wants to get... Uh, he's very popular apparently at the moment anyway, well, he would be because they're doing well, but he um, he apparently wants to deliver a big-name player. Oh, he will do. For, um, for, for, well, for that. Pete and I on, on Falls Around were talking about um, Sergio Ramos because apparently he's in charge of the transfers because he said Mbappe, the, the Monaco man, he yeah. said uh, a, a player like him is always welcome through the gates at Real Madrid. Everyone would want him, wouldn't they? Yeah, but, but the but he's just, that's just how Madrid and Barcelona do this as well, work, isn't it? So they're more senior players, do say things like this to the press about players mm-hmm. they want. He's a very Barcelona y player, sort of thing. Yeah, actually, it's the, the Barcelona DNA he thing. He looked thing great in Oh, do you ever know forcing the, the Barcelona shot on Fabregas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, exactly. That's, 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 that's it, isn't it. I guess that's how they get around tapping players up. They get the players to I do remember it. seeing the photos, yeah. and, and it was on the Spanish national duty, and I remember seeing Pepe Reina and thinking, you don't even play for Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no interest. Pepe Reina just loves the bands. Yeah, he does. He loves but, the bands. Um, I was going to say, going back to the Chelsea game, we'll be talking about um, Chelsea perhaps being complacent or whatever, and, and 12 to 1 is the price on the Eagles to upset Chelsea at the bridge. So £10, that would bet 365 will return £130, including stakes. I think that's worth a flutter. Yeah, well, an Good Eagles old. flutter. The flutter of an Eagles wing. There you are. <laughs> um, Arsenal are at home to Manchester mm. City. There's uh, there's chat that, that Wenger is he going to announce a decision on whether he's staying? Well, I didn't know what yeah, sort of happened there. I don't know. He, the news today he, from Sky Sports News was um, <laughs> Arsene Wenger says he's not making an announcement, but also that he hadn't made a decision. Yeah. Can you, sorry, can you just 
pack the airways full of things that aren't happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to, you know, well, I am going to eat a dinner tonight, you know, obviously. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm, You're not going to have two dinners well, I tonight. Stop there. I'm not going for a swim later. Yeah. No, I'm not going out on a date with Scott Johansson later. Mm. You know, anything, you can, anything, by that measure, anything can be in the news. Yeah, to be fair, though, you, I mean, people are expecting an announcement from Wenger. They might be expecting them. Some, 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 some quarters might be expecting an announcement from Medium on something. You never know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm expecting a date with well, Scarlett Hansen. What are you expe- in that jacket? You must be out of your fucking mind. To be honest, it was a swim thing that made me <laughs> yeah. question it. All right, a love pillow with her face on it. Oh. A Japanese love pillow. More likely. I think we can what? all agree. More likely. More likely. Um, Why does he say Japanese love pillow? I know. Because I know. we don't have love pillows. What are they? Well, exactly, so why are you laughing then? That's what I mean, it just... They're just... a pillow with, like, an anime girl on it. Oh, and God. geeks... Easy, okay. easy, easy. Geeks Lawrence cuddle them at night. Right, you've, you've had your five. <laughs> <laughs> five love pillows. There were, yeah, there, the reports were suggesting that Wenger's very likely to start. Robert Perez said that Wenger will sign a new contract. I thought, why is Perez spilling the beans yeah, on his old strange boss. one as well, isn't it? Like, I maybe know, maybe I, that's it, again. I think I know where Perez is. I think, I think he's a coach at the moment. Mm. I think he fancies himself to be... <gasps> to be uh, fast track through, yeah, maybe. Track. Maybe, about- maybe again, it's it's players leaking stuff, so it's easier when when the announcement is made. Like maybe Wenger's asked him to do it. House of Cards. Um, Patrick Vieira is the, the one who's been tentatively linked to the job. Well, so is Henri. I think it's just an easy. Any well, he's, 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 he's been linked Glenn for a big Helder. for a big job for a long time, though, hasn't he? Mm. And he and he went to uh, New York, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he's in New York at the moment. Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, Manchester City they're in better shake, though. You would say Pablo Zabaleta has said that Pep Guardiola can sometimes bore players at the training ground when preparing for a match. That. I think Guardiola gets a great reputation as being a cool guy and everything. I reckon he's probably the most boring man on the planet. I reckon he's quite beardy. Well, what I find really interesting boring. about this is Abeleta's comments, actually, they were, they sounded a bit more like a sort of light-hearted dig at his teammates because he was saying that, you know, the videos basically only last like 20 minutes and mm. there's, there's not that much, but some players still get bored. It was more like a sort of jovial dig at them. And I wonder, again, if this is an example of the narrative the British press are building around Guardiola, that he's a sort of boring, nerdy weirdo where the headline from that is Guardiola bores players. Yeah. You know? I think I think he is that though. <laughs> I was going to say, Jim, you, you read what Bayern Munich said about him. They said he was very quite a strange character. They said he was a wonderful manager that cannot be denied, yeah. but very strange, quite introverted, quite difficult to deal with at times. Can you remember back in the day when um, foreign managers first started coming to the Premier League? They came from Japan. There would, yeah, there would always be a talk. Well, not always be talk. Occasionally, pillows are. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally you'd see uh, talk of uh, foreign managers saying, "Oh yeah, the one thing about." Um, working with English players because of course back then the majority yeah. of players were English and so, you know it's not like in Italy I mean you can't really show them videos for like 20 minutes they don't really like it yeah. <laughs> one of the things the great euphemistic way one of the managers I forget who it was remember saying it was like um, euphemistically said yeah you can't overload these players with information yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically yeah. saying they're thick trying to play yeah. Michael Owen a video is this a film <laughs> yeah, you know I, I don't it. like these yeah. <laughs> oh dear Leroy Sané believes that Guardiola has improved him no end Sané's a lot of love for Guardiola he seems like a really good chap Sané mm. from what we've seen he's a great player well he's He's Real assets visibly improved during the season. He has, yeah. So you, you can see where he's coming from. Well, yeah. back, back when these two played earlier in the season, it was all about De Bruyne, wasn't it? They, they, mm. Um, mm. Sanchez put Walcott through for a goal, asked to open the scoring, um, but then in the second half, Man City were very, very good. And, yeah, and two one in the end. I think this was probably, from what I can remember, that it, probably Ozil's worst performance in in an Arsenal shirt for such a big game. He was very, very poor. That well, day. his his contract is. Been uh, scrutinised as well in the press. Uh, uh, you know, he's out of contract next summer, isn't he? Well, same as Sanchez, though, which is yeah. why the Chelsea link, I think, isn't isn't a ridiculous one. But Arsenal got to be careful because if if 
Sanchez doesn't... Well, in many ways, but if they don't get an extension from Sanchez in the summer, then the following summer he goes for free. Well, and there's it, a player that you could get probably £40 million or well, maybe even more. Well, that, that, well, I, think, but, I think Sanchez saying that he wants to see out his contract is possibly sort of manoeuvring things in that direction. So it's it's him trying to sort of grease the wheels of getting a move this summer, perhaps. as well. I don't know what will happen with Ozil. Ozil said that you know um, his future is very much tied up with Wenger's, which is an interesting one. Um, if, so if I can channel his the... His performance uh, seems to be as well. <laughs> well yeah, his, his form has, has dipped so much. <laughs> if I can channel uh, Alex Ferguson, I, yeah. I, would, I would be tempted to say that, that Alexis Sanchez free kick with Chile must be worth a few million on its own. There we are. Do you know, if, uh, if City win this game, it'd be the first time they've done a Premier League double over Arsenal. Is that right? Yeah. It's not only as 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 Apparently Ramsey and Cazorla are up both up next summer as well. There. I think there's more chance of um, of those guys staying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're quite. I mean, they're not going to be as um, they're not going to be as sought after. Yeah. I mean, because has been a huge miss this season. It must be said, actually. It really has. Um, Özil's agent said uh, recently that the German international is often made a scapegoat for Arsenal. Özil himself came out and said that people know what I've achieved. That I'm a World Cup winner. Played for Real Madrid. Set up 20 goals last season. When the team's on a bad run, somebody needs to be singled out. Sadly, most of the time it's me. That's not the right way of going about it, is it? Really. I, I think there's some truth in it, though. I've read a really I agree. interesting. I, th- I think it's probably fair. Because it's just his, it's his personality. It's just like his, it's his demeanour, isn't it? We talked well, about it before. It's more that he's... I mean, the, the rest of those quotes were saying as well that he's not the sort of player who's where the, you get the best use out of him from him sort of tracking back and digging in the midfield because his qualities are more offensive and of better use further up the pitch. Remember, Thierry Henry used to sort of like... He would just sort of stroll about at times to conserve energy and then use those quick bursts of, of pace. And I read a really interesting thing on, on Arsblock today, which is that generally um, Ozil runs further than Sanchez in games. Right. Uh, which the stats bear out, but Sanchez obviously is a very sort of busy player, and he, he runs player. in sort of quick bursts. So you sort of don't you don't notice the, the work put, that Özil puts in. Another a one, lot. Like, and you know, this, this, this we hear this all the time, don't we? This, I think, this I criticism think of him. There's something in that because um, the other two players who I read very recently who cover a lot more ground, you think, are Christian Eriksen and uh, Gilfi Sigurdsson. Okay, and, and you wouldn't think of, you would certainly wouldn't think no, of Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson. No, really? Okay, yeah, yeah, I I it. maybe it didn't surprise me. It surprised but me he to did, hear that. He changed because I think he was played out wide for a little bit to, to cover defensively. Because mm. recently, Paul Clement yeah. has said, uh, you know, go and attack, go have a bit more I th- freedom. I think, I think if they go down, he'll get a big move. I think oh, he yeah. will. he's still young enough for a decent move. Actually, true. But even Spurs, and it didn't quite. Work but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it can't work again. Yeah, Do you think it's because we we sort of equate work race, uh, sorry, work rate with pace? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I think about, most of us aren't really sports scientists. Yeah. But, when, but when Arsenal joined Arsenal, I mean, the, out my memory of him for different clubs was just pulling, making space for yeah, other players, yeah. pulling the pulling the player about and, mm. and and but like, playing really key passes. Yeah, stuff, but yeah. is it? But is that? Um, in the Premier League, is that as useful? Is it too quick? Are the um, is there too little space? Are our defenders not even bothering to track him? Well, like, it's just... well, I think the thing on that is they do say there's a lot of space in Premier League games anyway, right? Because yeah. of the way it's played, so it's maybe not as effective as it would be where it can be a bit tighter, like mm. something like Spain, perhaps. But um, I, I wonder, going back to this game, I wonder if the um, that break has might have done Arsenal some good actually absolutely everyone sort of resets you know you, you get another go at your form don't you mm. it's a strange one Sanchez looked like he was having a lovely time over in Chile mm. he, like, like, well he did didn't he he missed, yeah, a, penalty. Was, he missed a penalty he would have yeah. been uh, their record yeah, goal he looked scorer. very nervous taking that as well I, I wonder if he had well, he was going for the, the record, he was going for the record wasn't he um, Arsenal are now 3-1 to one to make the top 4 uh, this year with Bet365 so £10 on that will return a £40 Sorry, we'll return £40 including stake if they make it into the Champions League spots there we are um, it's time for our bet of the week though Luke yeah, let's move on to our bet of the week um, with Bet365. Joel Gleischer is sadly out oh, of the hot seat. He after he's gone. 
He's one of the many, many listeners who've managed to get one better the week. He reached. He reached for the stars. He did. He, fell, he didn't he, get them, but he, <laughs> he fell flat on his face. As, <laughs> as do, He's in the gutter looking at him. As do most of us in at some point in our lives. Um, so step up into the hot seat, Jack K. Uh, that's K-A-Y. He says, Morning Ramblers, uh, following on from Joel's failed attempts to manage to retain his place on the Football Rambles Better the Week hot seat, I've decided it's time to throw my cheeks into the mix. Nah, I'm right. Um, after hours of research, algorithms, algorithms and review, I've worked out that I have too much free time during work hours. So with that in my, uh, that in mind, my Better the Week is Liverpool to win the Merseyside derby and both teams to score. So that is currently nice 12 to 5 uh, <clears throat> with Bet365. So £50 return, £170 including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, you must be over the age of 18 to bet. And uh, for more information, go to begamblerware.org. So Liverpool to win the Merseyside derby mm. with both teams to score 12 to 5. Look <clears throat> out for that. Jack K, you're in the hot seat. I hope you're big enough to handle it. I hope your shoulders are broad mm. enough to carry the ramble listenership on them. Big Jack K. JK. JK. Like JK. it. Like that very much so. Should we look ahead to the weekend then? Let's look ahead to the weekend. Let's do um, that. I've got something for you before we go into what the listeners think. Um, big Steve Evans, remember him? Of course I do. So yeah. for those that remember Big Steve Evans... Harry be... Seacombe look alike. Yeah, it looks a bit like Harry Seacombe. That won't mean anything to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've said it looks like my granddad. Yeah, brilliant. He jumped into uh, the the Rambles consciousness. Little trip down memory lane. I'll keep it brief um, because he was manager of Boston and he got involved all sorts of different bits and pieces there, which weren't particularly savoury. I won't Mm. go into that for legal reasons. He he was then Crawley Town manager, and he said when they drew Maynard in the cup, "I'm just looking forward to a glass of wine with with Sir Alex." Mm. And we were like, "Oh, you know, get over yourself, pal." Anyway, he's manager of Mansfield Town now, and he's in between. He was Leeds manager. That's right, that long ago. And and I think he did Rotherham. Rotherham, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to paraphrase. He, he got, he's got to the point now where he's doing quite well at Mansfield Town. He's doing okay. Mm. Um, but he loves a media story about himself. He's, oh, kind of resistant. Yeah. he's like Pardew, but... He's a journalist. Uh, dream um, <laughs> he said, he said uh, in, a, in a press conference this week, he said to everyone, as far as I can make out, like, apropos of nothing, said, um, yeah, I've, uh, I've been offered a job in Qatar, but don't worry, everyone, I'm staying where I am. Is it a test job? <laughs> Jeez. That's what he said. <laughs> He's loving it. Um, and let's go back to Kenny Munro, Pete. Yes. Oh, yeah. For those who, who don't remember as well, Kenny Munro is the man who told me that Solange had married Tim Howard. Oh. Now, I'm, not, I'm not a man who's up on his celebrity gossip. I'm the first to admit that. <laughs> Clearly, that's not the case. That's not happened. Mm-hmm. But a man who looks very much like Tim Howard has married Solange a while back, I think. Mm. Um, so apologies to everyone for that. Are they, are they both living in the Ecuadorian uh, embassy? Yes, it's <laughs> not, not related. Not related. Oh, okay. Um, but one thing I would say is, I mean, if you do want to blame me for something, blame me for trusting the listeners. Yeah, treating yeah, them quite. as equals. Because if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. Well, yeah. have you got any? Have you got a message from Kenny? Because I've got one. Um, I just wanted to have a pop at him. <laughs> well, there's your repost. Uh, apologies, gentlemen. Tim Howard didn't marry Solange Knowles. I just saw that picture and thought, bloke looks like Tim Howard. Ramble lads are like that. Yeah. Little did I know that you'd not bother to check something that would surely have come up before now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all fair. I'm sure it left many listeners slightly more perplexed than usual. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's not a huge... I mean, listen, it's not even in the top 50 errors we've made. I was going to say, I made, an error. I made an error as well, because you said Azamir Begovic. For some reason, when you were doing the autocorrect names, mm. I obviously had my eye on the next link, how that's going to work. <laughs> and uh, oh, for some reason, I big think... big money moved to Qatar. For some reason, with Steve Evans' assistant, <laughs> yeah. um, big man, little man, um, I thought uh, you said Al Berkovic for some reason. Yeah. And that's what I said. She's nice to have a mention of both players, to be fair. in the top 50. <laughs> no. Um, 
<laughs> so Kelly Monroe should be ashamed of herself. To me, you should say like, oh yeah, that's fair enough. No, you should take responsibility for his actions. Right, <laughs> let's go to what the listeners actually looking forward to this go on, weekend. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to my four-year-old little boy rejecting football and instead, yet again, insisting he wants a sand pit instead of a goal in the back garden. Oh. All the while refusing to wear anything other than a Nottingham Forest top he was bought. I'm a Notts County fan. It's like at <laughs> four years old, he's goading me. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> fouled as a fire. That's from Mark Lonsdale. I like that. Uh, Chris Williams says, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing a plane pull a banner confirming Arsene Wenger's contract extension flying over the Emirates on Sunday as Man City rack up a cricket score. Mm. Could happen. And I'll finish with this one from Andrew Littlewood who says, I'm a Sunderland fan and I'm looking forward to another David Moyes positivity. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've got one final little message yes. which is tickling me a little bit. Uh, do you remember that uh, Mohammed Anas story with his wife and girlfriend mixed up thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he, he basically said, uh, I'd like to thank my wife and my girlfriend. Yeah. And yeah. then... In, Ghana? Ghana? Yeah, I think he's since come out and defended this by saying he meant his daughter, whom he calls his girlfriend. He's not making it any easier on himself, oh, is he? Wow. Kieran that, Grace. Good, that's legitimately it. made it over a hundred times yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried to defend him, I'm not defending no, that. Yeah. Well, I defended him sort of saying he probably meant, like, um, yeah. he, she was my girlfriend, now she's my wife. But, yeah. eh. No. If he's going to go for that tack, fair no. dues. Yeah. Doubling down doesn't work. It's almost like the chucking the cat on the table thing that I was talking about the other week. Yeah. Mm. Blinded with mad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there we are. We've come to the end of the show, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365. We will be back, of course, at the start of next week. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Say Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. See you later. Ta-ra.